family, to our visitors, welcome to New Beginnings Community Baptist Church. I want to thank my pastor for this opportunity to preach in his pulpit. See, because he doesn't have to allow us to preach here. We could just not have service if he wasn't here. But because he loves the Lord, he knows there's got to be preaching done. And I thank him because he has taught us, and he has taught us well. That's why he has trust in all these preachers that stand over here to stand in this pulpit. I want to thank my queen for being so supportive of the ministry. When I'm gone from the house, she understands that it's because it's a calling. And it's a calling from Jesus. So I thank you, love, for your patience with me. New Beginnings, can you please stand for the reading of God's holy word? Today's text is going to come out of Luke chapter 22, verses 1 through 6. If you got it, say, I got it, Reverend. I still hear some pages turning. Thank you to the choir for this great ministry. And it reads, Now the feast of unleavened bread drew near, which is called Passover. And the chief priest and the scribes sought how they might kill him. For they feared the people. Then Satan entered Judas, surnamed Iscarlet, who was numbered among the twelve. So he went his way and conferred with the chief priests and the captains how they might betray him to them. And they were glad and agreed to give him money. So he promised and saw opportunity to betray him to them in this of the absence of the multitude. Amen. Amen. Family, I want to tag this message, Are You a Judas? Here, family, we have the day of Pentecost was drawing near. This was the day that God had delivered the people of Israel out of the hands of Pharaoh. Family, as the people gathered for the celebration, see, the haters of Jesus also gathered. The chief priests and the scribes met for a plot on how they might 
betrayed Jesus. See, the ones that could not come together on anything or agree on anything, they agreed on one thing. Jesus must die. Now, family, isn't this like today's government and our politicians? See, the world leaders can't come to any agreement. But when it comes to the things of God and Jesus, they're always in agreement. See, they're always seeking opportunities to stop the work of the ministry. See, the chief priests and scribes had met in secret because of the crowds. See, Jesus had a lot of followers. See, they had to meet and discuss the plans on how they would arrest Jesus. But their plans would not be perfected. They would need some help from the evil one. See, the Bible says in verse 3, Then Satan entered Judas, surnamed Iscarlet, who was numbered among the twelve. See, here we see, we see Satan at work. He entered Judas. Now, this was not the kind of possession that we see throughout the book of Luke. See, now, let me tell you uh, what this is. This is a little different than the rest of the possessions. See, I got a little bit of scripture for you. In Luke 4.33, it says, Now in the synagogues there was a man who was possessed by an unclean demon. And he cried out with a loud voice. See, in Luke 8 and 2, Mary Magdalene, who had been healed from the possession of eight demons. And then we see in Luke 8.27, the man that was possessed by a demon and lived in the tombs. See, then we have in Luke 9, uh, 38 and 9, the boy with a spirit that would seize him and throw him to the floor, and he would foam out the mouth. You see, and in Luke eleven fourteen, 14, there was another one that Jesus casted out. It was a mute demon. You see, but in this case, it was not any of Satan's minions. No, this was Satan himself. That was at work in Judas. See, the Bible says that Satan entered Judas. So I asked myself, why would Satan choose Judas? There was 11 others and many other people that Satan could have used. See, but there was something in Judas that Satan could use. See, there was something in Judas that was not right. See, there was something in Judas that could be used against Jesus. So family, I ask you, what is in you that Jesus, that Satan can use against Jesus? See family, what is that desire that you have in you that Satan can use to keep you from a holy God? What is that thing that Satan can use against Jesus that you will betray Jesus? See, in John 12 and 13, the Bible says, uh, uh, John 13 and 2, the Bible says, uh, after supper being ended, the devil having already put it in Judas' heart to betray him. See, Satan chose Judas because it was an issue of his heart. 
See, it was not anything that God or Jesus did, but it was something in Judas that the devil could use. See, in John 12, 5 and 6, it says, When Mary Magdalene anointed Jesus with oil, Judas questioned, and he said, Why wasn't this sold for 300 denarii and given to the poor? See, the Bible says because Judas did not care about the poor, but because he was a thief. See, Judas was a thief. He had in his heart something that was not of God. See, he held the money purse and he would pinch from it now and then. See, so what is it that is in your possession that you take from God? See, I know you have a little thing called the 10%. See, is that something that you take away from God? See, that money purse, the 10% is Jesus. So don't pinch. Don't let the devil use that against God. See, Satan knew the heart and how to tempt Judas. Family, Satan knows exactly how to tempt you. See, he knows exactly what you like. See, just when you think everything is going good. See, you have been sober for some years or maybe even some months. And then the deceiver comes in and tells you no one will know. Just take a little sip. See, your marriage is going good and then the tempter comes in and puts an old flame in your path. And Satan says, don't worry, he won't find out. See, or maybe, uh, how about he puts a little bit of doubt. See, maybe he'll tempt you with your finances. He says to you, if you only put a 20 in the machine, you might strike it big. See, or how about uh, you need a little money and the mega million is 200 million. So he tells you it's only a dollar. But the pot is so much bigger. See, and then you go and you buy the lotto ticket, but you don't strike it big. So then in your, within yourself, you say, man, I just betrayed Jesus. But then the next time comes around and it's 200 million again, and you go right back to the same thing. See, Satan knows exactly how to tempt you. He'll tell you, oh, all you got to do is pay 10% of those 200 million. You'll be all right. But it's the issue of the heart. See, in verse 3, part 2, the Bible says, Judas was numbered among the 12. Like Pastor Wilson says, don't read this too fast. Here's what I discovered, that it is possible to be in a congregation or in the midst of believers, but not believe. Well, what do you mean? Well, let me tell you. In John 6, 64 and 70 says, but there are some, this is Jesus talking, but there is some of you who do not believe. 
For he knew from the beginning who of those did not believe and who it was that would betray him. And the Bible says that many of those that followed him left. And verse 70 says, Jesus, Jesus says, did I not choose the 12? And yet one of you is the devil. See, he was talking about Judas that would betray him. See, even though he was in the midst of the congregation, he did not believe. He, see, he really didn't trust Jesus. He really didn't believe that Jesus was the Messiah. So family, how do you believe? Do you really believe that Jesus can and will? Do you really believe that he is coming again? See, do you really believe that Jesus is the Messiah? So it is possible for a person to have an appearance of a believer, but in his heart not believe. See, Warren Wisby says it shows how close a person can come to God, to God's kingdom, and still be lost. See, you can sit in here and still be lost. See, you can fool me, but you can't fool God. See, you can be in here praising and worshiping, but your heart still not be right. See, so I ask myself, why wouldn't Jesus, why would Jesus choose Judas? See, Jesus could have took Judas out at any time. So I asked myself, family, Jesus can also use the unbeliever to bring himself glory. See, Jesus can use those that are under the influence of Satan so that his will may be done in this life. See, even that, even though, even Everything that goes on in this world is because God allowed it to happen. See, he allowed Judas to betray him. It was all part of God's plan. See, if Jesus allowed a little bit of trouble in your life, in his life, why wouldn't he put trouble in your life? See, when your family gives you trouble because you believe, it's no coincidence. See, when the people of your work mock you because of Jesus, it's no coincidence. See, when pe people persecute you and curse you, it's no coincidence. God is putting you through the fire. God is molding you and preparing you for what is to come. See, so when he puts you through the furnace, you will be stronger. See, you will be more equipped. And God will get the glory out of the outcome. See, in this life, nothing happens without God knowing. See, in this life, your trouble is by no coincidence. God puts it there. That you may be strengthened. So don't worry about the haters. Because God knows what's going on. So just keep in. Keep pressing and keep fighting. Because he will see you through. See verse 4 says. 
So when he, so he went his way and conferred with the chief priest and the captains how he might betray him to them. Here Judas went his own way. In my sanctified imagination, I would say it was in secret and in the midnight hour. See, Judas met with the chief priests and captains. Now, perhaps they met in a dark alley. See, or maybe behind a store. See, or perhaps in a dark house. See, you know what I'm talking about. See, you know how we used to do. See, only in that midnight hour is when we decide to betray Jesus. See, only when the sun is down, we decide what we're going to do against Jesus. See, so this is what Judas had done. See, the Bible says Judas conferred with them. In other words, he went and consulted with them. He presented to them a plan. He offered them his services as a favor. Can I use my sanctified imagination one more time? See, the conversation probably went a little something like this. Well, I'll take you to the secret place where Jesus prays. And I will enter and I will walk up to him and give him a kiss. See, and that one that I kiss him is the one that you will cease. See, in Luke 22 and 47 says, As while he was still speaking, behold, a multitude and he who was called Judas, the one of the twelve, went before them and drew near Jesus and gave him a kiss. See, the plan was put in place. See, Judas's heart was still not satisfied, though. There was something he wanted in return. See, Judas, in all this planning, he still needed something else. See, that heart was not satisfied. He said, I think I can get something else out of these guys. See, he said, I think there is one more thing that I really need and I really desire. See, so in Matthew 26 and 15, Judas says, Jesus, Judas says, the chief priests and the captains, he says, what are you willing to give me? If I deliver him to you. See, family, what is your price? See, what is that thing that Satan can use against you? See, perhaps it's a little bit of pride. See, or maybe it's a little bit of lust of the eye. See, maybe it's something that happened to you and you can't forgive those that wronged you. See, what is that thing that Satan can tempt you with? Maybe it's like Judas. It's that money. You do know money is the root of all evil. 
What is that thing that Satan dangles in your face? See, what is that thing that you hold dear to your heart? See, what is that thing that you will not drop to get closer to Jesus? What is that thing that you hold grasped in your hand because you think you need it? What is that thing that you won't let loose that you may be closer to Jesus? You know exactly what it is. So why don't you just leave it? Why don't you just drop that thing? You know, Jesus wants all of you. He wanted all of Judas. But Judas didn't want Jesus. So who do you want? Do you want that thing or you want Jesus? See, maybe that's why there's no change in your life. Maybe that's why you're still going through the same troubles and struggles. Maybe that's why your head is still underwater. Maybe that's why you continue to sink. Because you won't let go of that thing. That thing continues to hold you down. Won't you just let it go? Let that thing loose. That Jesus may use you. So you can see him in your life. So you can see him working in your life. Just let it go. See, my thing was alcohol. I couldn't let that thing go. Man, that thing had me good. Every day, it was getting drunk. There was not one day that went by that I wasn't drunk. In the weekends, it was even worse. It was blackout or nothing. But when I found Jesus, See, I was able to let that thing go because I knew what I wanted. I knew I wanted a savior that can get me through all my troubles and struggles. He was the only one that could do it. It wasn't AA. It wasn't going to prison. It wasn't getting my DUIs. It was none of that. None of that helped me. I continued to do all that. Even though all that stuff continued to hold me down, none of that could do it. None of that could scare me. I wanted what I wanted. I needed what I needed. So what is that thing that you can't let go? Just think about it. Everybody has something. God was the only perfect one. The Bible says in verse 5, and they were glad and agreed to give him money. Yeah. See, Matthew 26 and 15 says, they counted 30 pieces of silver, 
See, the chief priests and scribes were glad they had someone to help. See, they had pleasure in the plan. See, the deal was made with the devil. Judas had got his reward. Judas agreed to betray Jesus for 30 pieces of silver. That was his price. See, in Exodus it says that that was the price of his slave. Family asks you, what's your price? Have you put Jesus before that? What is your price? What is that thing that you will use to betray Jesus? Even right now as I speak, there's someone thinking about that deal. There's someone thinking about sealing it with the devil. Someone right now is thinking about the next betrayal. I'm here to tell you, don't do it. Because the devil is a liar. See, the devil came to steal your joy. See, the devil came to, to kill and steal and destroy. See, he used money against Judas. If he did it to Judas, he'll do it to you. He'll do anything to keep you from a holy God. Don't take that offer that the devil gives you. Don't end up like Judas. The devil stole his joy. See, the Bible says in Matthew 27, 3 and 5, Judas was remorseful. He gave back the 30 pieces of silver and then hung himself. See, don't end up like Judas. Don't sell yourself to the devil. Don't accept that thing that the devil throws at you. See, and then from there on, Judas saw opportunity to betray him. He didn't do it right away, so he just looked for opportunities. And it had to be away from the people. It had to be in secret so that people wouldn't know who he really was. It's kind of like what we do in secret. We don't want people to really know who we are. So Judas betrayed Jesus for 30 pieces of silver. So I tell you, family, be mindful of what the devil is throwing at you. Don't allow him to get in your heart. Don't allow him to use you to betray Jesus. 
And if you do fall, family, Jesus is able to forgive you. See, he is able to forgive all your sins. See, he is able to redeem you. So don't think that just because you fall, it's over. See, because the Bible says we all fall short of the glory of God. So he, he, he is still able to lift you up. He is still able to bring you out of that fiery pit. See, he is still able to lift your head up. And he did it because he went to that cross. See, he took a beating for you and I. See, he took nails in his hands and he took nails in his feet. See, they put a crown of thorn on his head. See, and my Savior bled for you and me. See, family, so don't let the devil get to you. Because Jesus paid it all for you. See, not all the money in the world can give you what Jesus can give you. See, those 200 million will not do what Jesus can do for you. See, whatever it is that is in you, please let it go. See, whatever it is that you're holding on to, please let it go. See, whatever it is that you can't let go, please just pray because Jesus can give you strength. The reason why is because that Friday night, Jesus got up with all power of heaven and earth in his hands. See, and he holds all power. See, Satan does not have power over you. See, Satan cannot make you do anything you don't want to do. See, you have to yield to Satan. See, he can't make you do anything because the Spirit of the Lord lives in you. And greater is he that is in you than he who is in the world. So see, I tell you, family, don't give up. But press in. When the devil bites, you bite back. When the devil swings, you swing back. When the devil tries to tug on you, you push him back. When the devil tries to get you, you push him back. See, don't allow the devil to get a foothold in your life. See, because Jesus already paid the price. Jesus already redeemed you. Jesus already gave you everlasting life. So don't let the Satan get to you. Don't be a Judas. Amen.